The Nappy Diaries is proudly supported by Love to Dream. With their award-winning swaddles, sleep suits and sleep bags for children newborn to four years old, Love to Dream is helping families all around Australia enjoy better, longer sleep. We stop swaddling and we recommend that everybody stops swaddling when they first see their bub's first signs of rolling. And that can be from their tummy to their back or their back to their tummy. Rolling is rolling. And it's really important parents transition their babies when they see those first signs. That can happen as early as eight weeks or as late as six months. Every baby's different. This is the second part in our series on swaddling and transitioning. So we caught up with Hannah from Love to Dream in our last episode to ask her all about swaddling, the how, the when, and of course, we touched on safety. In this episode, we talk about transitioning. So when do our babies stop being swaddled and how do we transition them and how do we not lose sleep? Take a listen. Hi Hannah, when we last caught up we spoke about swaddling and the big question um, that came from that is when to stop swaddling. When do we stop? Yeah, that's a great question. So we stop swaddling and we recommend that everybody stops swaddling when they first see their bub's first signs of rolling and that can be from their tummy to their back or their back to their tummy. Rolling is rolling. And it's really important uh, that parents transition their babies when they see those first signs. That can happen as early as eight weeks or as late as six months. Every baby's different and, you know, you'll notice your baby starting to roll when you're playing with them on the, on the floor or when they're in their cot or when you're trying to put them to bed. So, yeah, it's something that's quite easy to spot. And it's important to transition them out of having their arms kind of enclosed because... When they start to roll, they're showing you that they're ready to become more active and they will play or move their arms around and move their legs around and start to do that more and more as they get older. And that's really important for their development. So, yeah, so that's our recommendation. When you see those first signs of rolling, time to let your baby wriggle around and move around the cot as they naturally want to. So the, the transitioning, what exactly does that mean? That means that you're not, if you have been, you know, swaddle, wrapping them, I should say, or swaddling them with with the, the, the blankets, not say, for example, using your swaddle up suit, which we'll get into in a moment. What, what exactly is the process of transitioning? Is it just not wrapping them anymore or what, what does it mean? Yeah, so our recommendation is that you would release one arm. So don't swaddle one arm, swaddle the other arm and uh, let them kind of get used to having one arm out. And then after a couple of days, take the second arm out and hopefully they're transitioned. Gosh, I remember that period with my, I've got two, but I remember it with my son and letting one arm at a time. And I was worried that he wouldn't sleep or that he would wake. And I assume that's generally the case with a lot of parents. Like you've been, you've been wrapping them or they've been swaddled, they've been sleeping so soundly. And now it's like, oh my goodness, we've got to take them out of this stage and move them into the next one, which is really nerve wracking. Yes, it is very nerve-wracking. But I have to say that it just depends on the baby. Some babies, no problem. You know, my daughter was so easy after my son, who was really not easy. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, she, she literally, she just transitioned overnight kind of thing. But then there are other babies who are a lot more wedded to being throttled or, or 
you know, kind of need additional support. And sometimes you've just got to bite the bullet and get it done. <laughs> yeah, and especially from a safety perspective, you do, don't you? Because if they are starting to, to roll over and they are um, swaddled and you, you, I guess you're restricting that freedom of movement a bit, what, what are the safety considerations? Yeah, so the safety considerations generally are if a baby's able to roll onto their tummy, you want them to be able to have access to their hands so that they can push down on the mattress or so that they can lift their head and turn their, their head to the side. So you just don't want any babies rolling and, and having their face down into the mattress. I think that's probably the biggest safety concern. Mm. And then the the secondary safety concern is if a baby's swaddled for too long, like too many months, then you're not allowing them their kind of natural uh, desire to to move around and move their, their limbs and their body. And it's better for their physical development that they're allowed to, uh, you know, be free. The hip dysplasia, does the swaddling also help with um, babies that are suffering? So... Babies who have hip dysplasia, they should not have their knees or their hips throttled. And so our products are really, really wide at the hip and the knees. So we don't actually throttle the bottom half of the baby at all. So our products are safe for babies with hip issues, but babies that have hip issues, they, they need to have their paediatrician look, you know, look at whatever products they're using and ensure that they are suitable. Of course, yeah, of course. Okay, and so you mentioned the swaddle up there. How do, how do we, for anyone who's listening and they are going through the transitioning process, so they've been using the swaddle up with their baby, What what is the next stage in the transitioning in regards to the Love to Dream sleep suits? So once you've transitioned your baby, our transition bag that you've used, you can just continue using that. Um, as a normal sleeping bag. And when your bub grows out of that one, we have our stage three love to dream sleep bag and love to dream sleep suit, which go from about six months all the way through to four years of age. So you can, uh, basically your baby can be in a wearable blanket. So we want to avoid using actual blankets in the cot because we feel that they're a safety risk. So that's why we always recommend that babies are dressed in sleeping bags or in sleep suits. And our products come in different tog weights, which means that there's a suitable garment for summer, for winter and for mild temperatures. And that's actually, it's a really good point that you raise there in terms of not having anything else in the cot with baby. I know that we do see a lot of, beautiful looking images quite often on Instagram where they're sharing a baby sleeping and there's pillows in there and there's teddies and there's blankets but from a safety perspective it's really important to remember that um, baby on their back with nothing else in the cot is the safest way for babies to sleep. Yes, absolutely. And we'll share a lot of that information in the podcast notes as well with links through to Red Nose. And we'll also pop some links up to Love to Dream as well. So for anyone who has been listening, who's interested in any of the three stages that Love to Dream help with, um, and especially with this interview, we're talking about transitioning. So for anyone who's interested, they can go and visit lovetodream.com.au and find out all of the information that they need to hopefully 
uh, have babies sleeping better and therefore families that are feeling refreshed and sleeping well. Yes, that's right. And I just wanted to mention one more thing about transitioning. So mm-hmm. our, um, our Swaddle Up transition bag is suitable for all babies who need to transition from any swaddle. So even if you're using a wrap or another product and you want a safer alternative to be able to transition your baby, you can use the transition bag and you just zip off one wing at a time and you will gently transition your bub from arms down or arms up swaddling. Right, okay, and you just zip it off and then that frees their arm, obviously, and then a few days later you you zip off the other one and hopefully it's all gone smoothly. That's right, that's that's what we hope because even though you zipped off the the wing or the arm, (laughs) the, the, the torso of the product is still quite snug so it reminds Bub of being swaddled, even though their arms are free. And that's why our transition bag, it's a smoother transition process for the parent. Okay. And how long did it take you? Obviously, this is something that you've thought greatly about in the development of the sleep suits, the swaddle up and the transition suits. How long did it take you to develop these suits? I imagine that there would have been a lot of backwards and forwards in the design process. Yes, well, my background is in fashion and textile design, so actually to design the product was quite quick. What took time was to develop the different sizes because I wanted to make sure that if we're recommending something for a baby that's three kilos to six and a half kilos, then they should that should fit properly and it should be snug enough and not too loose and the neckline should be the right size and all of these really kind of critical safety points mm. I had to get that right. So yeah, so it was a lot of back and forth. Even today when we are launching a new product, we test and measure and remeasure and retest and refit until it is absolutely perfect in our eyes and there is no compromising on safety or quality. Of course, yeah. And I guess, do you, how do you test? Do you have a, a range of um, little baby testers out there? Yes, we do. We, we First of all, we bring them into Love to Dream and we work with the parents. We make sure the parents are happy, first of all. And then we'll get them to trial the products in their homes for however long, a few months, and give us their feedback and, and we go from there. It sounds like an amazing process. And, of course, for anything that's that's good quality and works really well, that testing process is so important to go through and, and do it properly. So, again, for anyone who's listening, it's lovetodream.com.au. Head on over to their website. All of the links will also be in the podcast show notes and on our website. Thank you so much for joining us today, Hannah. Thanks, Sarah. It's been an absolute pleasure. The Nappy Diaries is proudly supported by Love to Dream. With their award-winning swaddles, sleep suits and sleep bags for children newborn to four years old, Love to Dream is helping families all around Australia enjoy better, longer sleep.